He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Matt. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings. Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray oh gracious father in heaven we come again thanking you for a new week we thank you for last week Lord and providing taking care and giving us provisions over things that we needed uh, for our lives. Oh, God, you're an awesome God. God, we hope that our relationship with you is stronger today than it was on yesterday. Oh, God, uh, be a shield for us, uh, be protection for us, be guidance for us as we continue on in this journey, as we keep on pressing on for the kingdom of God. Uh, Lord, bless your weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength, power. Give me a word to say to be a blessing to someone under the sound of my voice. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again on this few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast on this Sunday morning, uh, second Sunday in uh, June. And uh, we're so delighted and excited to be able to be with you once again. Uh, keep carrying on in the series of His Name is Jesus, uh, dealing with the uh, miracles and signs uh, here in the book of John, uh, the gospel written by John, and uh, we'll be in chapter 6, John chapter 6, um, on today, and uh, beginning with the first verse. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We do ask you to follow along. John chapter 6, verse 1. And uh, John writes, After this, Jesus crossed the Sea of Galilee or Tiberias. A huge crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was performing by healing the sick. Jesus went up a mountain, sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, a Jewish festival, was near. So when Jesus looked up and noticed a huge crowd coming toward him, he asked Philip, where will we buy bread so that these people can eat? He asked this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread wouldn't be enough for each of them uh, to have a little. One of the disciples, his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they for so many? 
Verse 10, Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, so they sat down. The men numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, and after giving thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also with the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were full, he told his disciples, collect the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they collected them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces from the five barley loaves that were left over by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This truly is the prophet who has come into the world. The grass withers and the flower fades away with the word of our God. So stand far ever. I just want to tag this text this week. Whatever he tells you, it may be a test. Whatever he tells you, it may be um, a test. Um, as a teacher, I have had to give many tests, teaching school district in Austin and Mansfield now. I've given lots of tests, and that's part of being a teacher. You test because you want to see if what you have taught uh, can be regurgitated or remembered so that the students have been paying attention, so that the students can apply what they have learned. Re-review. We go over the material beforehand so that they have a better chance to pass the test. When I was a student, I remember taking tests. And I can remember another kind of test. The teacher might say, all right, now put all the materials up and get ready. We're going to have a pop quiz. And this was a test you did not know was coming. And this life, God will throw some pop quizzes in our lives to keep us sharp. He will throw, uh, curveballs will show, and he will throw some pop quizzes just uh, so we may be able to apply what we have learned under adverse conditions. Yes, we know when tests will come. We know tests are going to come. Tests part of life. Tests are things that are there for our growth and maturation. But what about those things that pop up in our life right in a quick minute? You ain't got long to think about it. You got a split second to decide which way or which answer or what you're going to do. You didn't have a chance to prepare for this one. For, for someone may give you some attitude. You, you didn't get a chance to prepare for that. Somebody just turned around and gave you some toot or gave you a mean look or did something else that just popped up right there. Those are the times when we have to apply what we have learned and read in the word. That's why we have to be ready. For when God tests us, he grants us opportunity to apply spiritual truth and spiritual behavior to the challenging uh, circumstances we face. And in the text, our brother, disciple Philip, he gets a pop quiz for the uh, circumstances that are about to unfold. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you got to understand that you're going to have some tests. You're going to have some pop quizzes, tests you can go long term. You study for the, you know, you're going to have some harsh, you know, something, uh, certain categories in life are coming, but those pop quizzes, those what sometimes ding us Christians. Those what sometimes get us. We got to work ourselves back into shape after the pop 
quizzes. In the text, Jesus um, going to the other side and he notices when they get to the mountain that the crowd is following because they have heard of the signs. And I told you all the time, you got to be careful and wary about folk. Uh, sometimes people are not real worshipers. They just want to see a crowd. See, crowds sometimes don't mean church. Crowd just sometimes mean that you got a whole lot of noise going on. But Jesus saw this crowd coming and he said, we're going to have to do something because there's a whole lot of folk and they're going to be hungry after watching the signs. And but see, this is dual action. You know, I'm get to my point. This dual action. See, Jesus was looking at the spiritual man, not the heart. He knew he needed to feed him. But he needed to feed him spiritually as well. But you know the saying, we can't get to your spirit man unless the, the physical man is taken care of. That's why churches and church-minded uh, people, ministry-minded people need to be focusing on the holistic man. When we do ministry, we need to be focusing on the holistic man. We take care of every portion, every part of the man so that they can understand and once you take care of those parts, then the spiritual man, you'll be paying attention. You'll be, uh, he'll understand better. That's why I noticed about teaching school. When you feed children, you have their attention. <laughs> you can't get attention from a hungry child. Same thing with, uh, Christians. And they hungry. You, you, you gotta feed them. And then you get their, attention and this crowd after being emotionally drained also the the backdrop of john the baptist had been beheaded they were sad the disciples were uh emotional about that going they were drained they, uh, so as we read the text i read the text i can understand how these disciples felt to some a little some some about how they feel because what had transpired prior to this point in the text. But look at first, Jesus posed, Jesus is, Jesus posed an incredible question. Look at the text. Uh, verse five. So when Jesus looked up and noticed a huge crowd coming, where will we buy bread so that these people can eat Jesus? Now you, you we can laugh sometimes because we know Jesus asking the questions. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. Because he already knows what he's going to do. That's what the next verse says, verse 6. He was he asked this to test him, Brother Philip, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Jesus already knew what he was going to do. He just tested. He liked to test it. He liked to put us through. That's why we have tests. Well, what you going to do when things go awry? What, what you going to Well, we need to pray. We need to ask Jesus that... We include him in everything that we face. Jesus saw this as an opportunity to minister to the needs of the people. That's what he does with us. But let me ask you this and pause. As an individual and as a member of churches, there are people all around us all the time who are spiritually hungry. Some physically hungry. Some emotionally hungry. Jesus has given us the command to reach these people. Sometimes we got to watch our humanistic self. Do you find yourself saying to yourself, but I don't have, I don't know enough to help someone else. 
I don't have the right gifts or abilities, and I don't know what my gifts are. We, uh, you may say we are too small as a church with too few resources to make such an impact. No, no. Don't let that ever slip into your mind. Jesus knows what he's going to do. We just got to make ourselves available. And I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you got to make yourself available. Jesus don't need a lot. He just need a little. Jesus don't ask for a bunch. He just wants us to give a little bit so that he can use it for uh, the kingdom. We're here to take care of man. We're here to minister to man. The church reaching out for the ministry of the needs of the people. Hmm. Don't, don't ever think you're not enough. Don't ever think you're inadequate. Don't ever think you're not sufficient or you are insufficient for what God has planned for you. Don't ever doubt your abilities. Don't ever uh, mistaken your gifts. Everybody has a gift. We all make up the members of the body parts of the church and everybody got something to do. And don't you ever think you need to sit on the sideline and let everybody else do something with there is something for everybody to do. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. I can't stand folk who don't do anything. At least try something. <laughs> you may not be able to sing in the choir. You you may not be able to pray like the elders, but do something. Avail yourself to the ministry of the Lord. <laughs> Kingdom work. Whatever you do, Jesus know he posed a question. He said, What well, where will we buy bread? He posed a question now. Who gonna do some work for me? <laughs> who, who gonna make themselves available for me? So that the work of the kingdom will advance. Oh, oh, my brothers and sisters. And then number two, a Andrew posed an incredible solution. Look at verse eight. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, "There's a boy who has five bread, loaves of bread, and two fish. But what are they for so many? Well, if if Philip was the pessimist because he didn't see no he didn't he didn't see how anything could be <laughs> be done <laughs> with so many uh here go Andrew Andrew at least had something to offer <laughs> Andrew at least had something to give he, he said I there's a boy <laughs> there's a boy here Five loaves of bread. Two at least, at least Andrew has Uncle Philip. As I said, the, we got two hundred denarii, about a week's worth of of, of money. And said it wouldn't be enough for them. Even have a little. <laughs> I would. What would Philip said? Philip's suggestion was we. You know, Philip just failed the test. Philip. Philip failed. At least Andrew. Andrew is somewhat optimistic. At least he had something to supply 
five loaves and two fish. And that's amazing how Andrew being somewhat optimistic. But it goes with the whole context of Jesus uses inadequate people who surrender what they have to him to meet the overwhelming needs of others. Uh, my brothers and sisters, he found a little boy. A little boy had to be in front of the crowd. That's what we, we should be. We should all have a mindset of a little child. Just give. He heard they were in need and he just gave. Just gave. We, we should have that mentality. We, the church asked, you supposed to give. Church asked for, uh, the Bible asks, rather, not the church, but God asks for our faithful grace given. We should be like children and say, here we go. Let me just give what I have. Let me give whatever the Lord has commanded to give. And watch God work in the midst. The Lord's people are inadequate in trying to meet people's needs. But with God, all things are possible. That's part of the lesson is this occasion that God can do a lot with a little if he has all of it. Because Jesus' word has authority. We must proclaim that God is able, that God will meet our need. Giving God glory for meeting our need is as important as receiving the need. Paul, Paul wrote 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. So Jesus took what the little boy had, told him to sit down, and he gave thanks. He gave thanks to God for providing a snapback. Because giving God the glory for meeting our need is as important as receiving the need. Because God gives to us and we give back through our praise. Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's good news to know. <laughs> that whatever we need, God will supply. Well, let's not hold you too long. Third and lastly, the people arrived at an incredible conclusion. Verse 14, John writes, when the people saw the sign, that he had done. They said, this truly is the prophet who has come into the world. So let me ask you this morning, does God have your life in his hands? <laughs> have you placed your life in the only one who can do anything with a little? <laughs> Because God can do a lot with a little if he has all of it. Can you say it may be small, but it is all. 
that God can do a lot with a little. And matter of fact, there was so much left over. Jesus said, get all the leftovers. Gather them up and put them in the bin. Because it was enough to fill up 12 baskets. And that's what I'm talking about. When God does what he does, it's always enough. When God does what he does, is always sufficient. That's why I've learned to trust in Jesus. And I've learned to trust in God. Thank God for his peace. Thank God for his presence. Thank God for his joy. Thank God for his unmerited favor. Somebody ought to know out there if you just give him a little bit. He will give you more back. That's good news to know today that whatever I need, he's able Yes, to work it out for my good and his glory. It's good to know, yes, that in spite of my faults, in spite of my failures, in spite of my faithlessness, he's still able, yes, to do it for me. And that's good to know whatever he tells you. It may be a test just to see where your faith is. Whatever he tells you, it may be a test just to see where your hope lies. Whatever he tells you, it may be a test. Because he just want to know. That you put your hope in him because he's got the power to deliver. He's got the power to set free. He's got the power to make things happen, move things, open doors, make ways out of no ways. Whatever you need, he can supply. Ain't that good news? On today, that's good news for those who need Jesus. Because on a Friday night, they marched him up Calvary's hill, laid him in a borrowed tomb after he died. But he rose, didn't he rise? Yeah, after he died, uh, they thought they had victory. Uh, but he rose on Sunday morning uh, with all power in his hand. Uh, and that's good news. Uh, whatever you do, don't forget he's got the power. Uh, it may be only a test, uh, but you done already won. Uh, because don't forget he's got the power. Uh, Ain't that good news? Say yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, 
simply say this prayer Jesus I need you in my life I believe you died and rose again on the third day I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email get praise on at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out I need to hear you say. Uh, I need it.